are listening to Doula's Going Digital, a podcast about taking your important birth work online to reach more people. I'm your host, Nicole Joy, digital doula, mother to three of the most incredible little humans ever, accidental unassisted home birth after cesarean mom, and corporate real estate finance dropout turned birth CEO. I've helped thousands of families learn better, more supportive ways to birth. And I help birth professionals build sustainable businesses, leveraging the beautiful tool that is the internet. I have a couple quick announcements to share before we get into the episode this week. So number one, I made an announcement on social media as of the time this comes out last week. If you missed it, I'm not only working with birth professionals anymore. There are some changes that are going to be coming publicly that you'll see in coming days, coming weeks. So keep an eye out on my social media for that. But really behind the scenes, I've been working with my clients and supporting clients in businesses that are not necessarily related to being a birth doula or a postpartum doula for probably over a year at this point. So it's already been occurring, but now publicly, I want to open it up to you as well. The online business school is not just for birth professionals anymore. In fact, many of the members do other things outside of birth work and the coaching applies. My fundamentals, the way that I teach business still applies. The business meditations, the trainings, the workshops, the guest lectures, it all still applies. So if you are listening to the podcast, if you're hanging out with me on social media, enjoying the content and the messaging and the way that I run businesses, help clients build businesses, I should say, and run my business, I'd invite you to the online business school. If you are a heart-centered entrepreneur that wants to build and expand your business online in 2022, I highly recommend checking out the online business school. Early access enrollment is opening up at the end of this week, and then public enrollment will open next week. When you have early access, you get a special coupon code for joining in early access, but it's only open to people that are on my email list. And if you want to get in on that, join the wait list and you'll have a code. If you've been on the fence thinking about it for several rounds and you just keep tinkering back and forth, back and forth, this is the time to jump in. This is the time to join me. There's going to be some more changes in the next open enrollment. So this will be the last opportunity to join at this price point. And with the early access special, it's the lowest possible price to get in. And then we'll spend 12 months together building and scaling your business online. The link is in the show notes to put your name on the wait list. And I can't wait to see you inside. Okay. I'm going to call out the elephant in the room. If you're still hanging on to that badge of being a broke birth worker, we need to talk about this. And this is not for everybody. And it might be a little triggering. If it is, then this may be something that we need to, that you could explore for yourself. Like, what am I really talking about here? And so this episode is going to give you an actionable step you can take to help you work through that broke birth worker belief. That belief is one of many possible limiting money beliefs and money stories that you might be holding. All of us have different versions of this stuff, right? There's nothing wrong. There's no good, bad, or better or worse. We just have our different stuff, right? And so the important part is that you are acknowledging it and taking steps and learning how you can try to change these beliefs and deciding what you believe for yourself. So that's what this episode is going to be about, is addressing this broke birth worker belief and working through it. 
I guess this kind of follows. It makes sense that we would lead to this after last week. We did another story about limiting money beliefs for me personally. And I explained how last year in 2021, my business reached the point where I embodied this new belief that you don't have to work hard to make money and earn the level of income that you desire. So I guess money is the conversation right now. <laughs> That's kind of the theme, the accidental series on the podcast, but it's I think it's important. Actually, I know it's important. I've been working on my own money belief stuff for several years now, and it has had a profound impact on my life and my business. And so we can't possibly tackle all of this stuff in one episode or even on the podcast. We're just going to do it a little bit at a time. If you've read Will Smith's book, I just finished it like last week. One of the stories he talks about is building this brick wall with his brother as a kid, his brother, Harry. His dad had them build this wall at his uh, business. He, you know, he really describes this like brick by brick by brick, right? And so that's kind of how you can approach this and many big things in business and in life is one brick at a time. So this episode is just one little tiny brick and one little step. And I promise if you keep laying the cement, adding the brick, laying the cement, adding the brick, or in this case, you'd be taking the bricks down to bust down walls. Just keep taking the steps and you'll get there. Okay, so let's uh, let's go ahead and dive in. So when I got into the birth world, I joined loads of birth community groups on Facebook and you know went to birth circles in person and just really started to get a feel for what the community was like, got to know other doulas. And I've had some incredible experiences. But one thing that really messed with my head was pricing and how the conversation in the birth community around pricing is so charged up. And I know it happens outside the birth community as well, but obviously that's where I've spent the last few years in terms of business. And so if you're not in the birth world, this may still apply, right? So in the birth community, what I noticed is that if you offer services for free in the beginning of starting your business... So for example, you took your doula training and now you're getting started out in the world and you start offering services for free. You may be attacked by every doula in town saying you're ruining their business. They can't compete with free, which is not true, by the way. If you charge too much, you'll be attacked for ripping people off and taking advantage of people. Or how dare you charge that much money or whatever. And I'm not saying either is better or worse or whatever. There's just there's no right way to do this. I do think that there's a time and a place for free things. I do. And I also believe in an energetic exchange that feels good for services rendered that feels appropriate, meaning charging and accepting and receiving money for your services, especially if you're going to be possibly at a birth for 15, 20 hours, you know, who knows, right? So the thing is that there's this feeling that there's an expected range for doula services and that you should build your business around this traditional model. But if that range is like, I don't know, 800 maybe $1,500, depending on location and packages, maybe more, maybe less, whatever. And let's say you're starting your business and you can only swing one birth per month. Let's say you don't have reliable or trusted backup support. And if the average pregnant person gives birth sometime between you know, 40, I don't know, give or take, right? 38 to 42 weeks is pretty much the expected range. Then going on call for more than one person in a month, if you're by yourself, 
could be a little hairy, right? It's not everybody's situation. I know that. But what I'm saying is even if you're charging $1,500 a month and you only feel comfortable taking on one birth client per month, $1,500 a month is not enough money to survive. Not even if you live by yourself in a small apartment and eat tuna and oatmeal. I'm using those as examples because I ate tuna and oatmeal when I was really, 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 really broke. It's just not enough to survive. It's not even approaching sustainable. And the thing is, you'll be attacked. It feels like many birth professionals attack for whatever your fees are. They yell at you. They yell at each other for not charging enough, for charging too much, for this, for that, for offering virtual services. You know, I've still had seen even recently people posting in groups saying, "Is virtual even a thing?" And I'm like, you know, people get really heated about it. I don't see how that's possible. I don't see how, you know, I had posted a reel a while back. I want to say it was a few months back. And there was some random person that just totally attacked the concept of virtual dual support. People are going to attack if that's in them, right? And they're going to come at you over your pricing. The thing is, it's your pricing is your pricing, not theirs. But let me give you an example of this broke birth worker badge, right? Because it can really be ingrained in your head if you feel like you know you can't charge too much. Let me explain. So at my doula training, so it's April of 2018, which a lot of people are often surprised when I say that I was, I just trained like a few years ago. There was a doula who was very experienced and she visited our training and spoke to us a little. One of the things I remember her saying was, I charge $400 for a birth. I have never raised my rates and I never will. And she like was proud of this and respect, you know, it's her life. It's her business, not my business in more ways than one, like none of my business. And also that's not my business. But in my head, I was thinking, how does she eat? How does she pay rent or a car payment, car insurance, cell phone, water, fresh water, food, electricity, like the basics Right. And not to disrespect her model, that's totally okay. But I actually left that training feeling at first, I was like, well, it felt too scary to want to charge more than that, you know? Because it was like, well, yeah, she had a good point. And the messaging, which coincided with messaging I was seeing on social media, was that birth workers are supposed to serve everyone no matter how much money they're making, no matter how much they can afford to pay you or not pay you. And that no family should go without a doula, even if it's at the expense of our business's survival. And I don't disagree with all of those individual statements. Everyone does need to be served. Even people who don't have access to funds and resources and no family who desires support should have to go without support. I don't agree with the last one at the expense of our business's survival. But there are ways to do this work. There are ways to help so many more families and folks that don't have cash and resources to pay a $1,500 or more doula service fee to keep you in business and to do the work in a bigger way that doesn't include and support people in a bigger way that doesn't include you having to work for free or going hungry. Your kids have to eat. You have to eat. You need water. You need electricity. You need a roof over your head. You need, you deserve your, it's your birthright to not just experience the basic necessities, but so much more. 
And just because you get into the birth space and you're doing what, or even outside of the birth space, if you're doing heart centered work, healers, this is a big thing among healers as well. I work with a lot of people who do Reiki healing and just my clients are not just birth professionals, right? And they offer Reiki services or other healing modalities and yoga, all these things. And it's, it's big in the healing community too. Like you shouldn't charge money for healing work. There's this broke healer's story, this broke birth worker's story that you're supposed to subscribe to because everybody deserves healing and support. And that's true. That part is true. Everyone does. But it's not your job, you by yourself, to save the world and run your business out of the, into the ground. Another example, a few months into my business, I was really struggling with this money concept, like big time. I was not making any money. And again, like I said, there are things that I do think there's a time and a place for free things. I'm not knocking everything free. You guys know I've had lots of free stuff in my business, right? But it had been, I had been building a lot. And a very dear, trusted peer and friend pointed out to me. I mean, she said it blunt. Nicole, you are not Mother Teresa. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> true. So I really started to dive deeper on healing my money wounds really. And these limiting beliefs. And I can confidently say that now I'm entering my fifth year of doing business, mostly almost all and entirely online. And at this point, the word sustainable is even starting to feel too limiting. You know, the last couple of years I've been helping birth professionals and really other, other business owners as well, start to, to build their business, but helping them build their businesses online sustainably. And coming into 2022, I thought, you know what? That word feels too small. It feels too limiting. Our birthright is much bigger than sustainable, having a sustainable, predictable business. But that's for more, a different conversation next, you know, this year. So if any of this resonated, or if you have any weird feelings about making charging money, I hope that this little homework project is helpful for you. So this is a exercise that I did um, uh, probably four years ago that was recommended by one of my mentors. And I found it incredibly helpful. And so that's something that it's one of the things that I've guided my clients through and members in the membership. You know, in the online business school, we actually do quite a bit of money, money healing work. It's kind of an underlying theme that floats through all of our trainings. It ends up coming up through so many of our trainings. Money is not everything, but you won't have a business if you're not making money. We need money to live, right? But I could go on and on and on about all of that. So here is the homework that I think will be really impactful for you if you're ready to take one little step. Knock down one little brick. Maybe you visualize that we're knocking down Will Smith's wall that him and his brother Harry spent all that time building, right? Like let's knock it down one at a time. The wall of money beliefs, money limiting money beliefs. So two steps. Step one, grab paper and a pen and make a list of everyone in the world who benefits from you being broke. I repeat, make a list of everyone in the world who benefits when you're broke, when you're not charging enough and you're running on fumes and your business is about to dive into the ground. Step two, make another list. This time, list everyone in the world who would benefit from you having access to resources and cash So now we're going to basically, we're listing how the world, all the ways that the world would benefit. Or if you want to, there's two angles you could approach this. All the ways the world would benefit from you having money, a lot of money, 
and all the ways, all the people, everyone that would benefit from you having access to money. And don't stop listing until you've run out of things. And then take a step back and look at the list. Challenge. I challenge you to get out pen and paper and make this list. And bonus, if you screenshot it, you can blur it out if you want, but screenshot your work, share it to Instagram stories, tag me. What were your revelations? What came up for you when you were doing that? What was the, oh, aha, write a post about it if you want, or write it in your IG stories and tag me. I really would love to hear what you think of this very small, but mighty homework. Okay. Have a beautiful week, friends. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found value in what I'm sharing here. And if you did, can you do me a little favor and go and rate and review this episode? I will share a link in the show notes so that it's really easy to rate and review this podcast. It would mean a lot to me as this is truly a passion project. Have a beautiful day and I will see you next week.